welcome to the pastor's table. It's Pastor Neil here, and we've got another great episode that you're about to watch. We're going to be talking about compartmentalizing God. That's a hard word to say, but you know what? Grab your pen, grab your paper, get some popcorn, get comfortable. It's going to be a great episode. Well, welcome to the pastor's table. One of the things we like to do is ask questions, and lots of discussion can arise out of an interesting question. In our last episodes, we were talking about how to respond to some of the world's issues and things like that. But there are issues within the Christian church that we often have great discussions over the how can we as leaders minister to people? How can we trust God to to lead us in a way that will help others? Mm -hmm. We didn't decide to, we didn't wake up one day and go, okay, this is it. And, and uh, I'm going to have all the answers for people. Jesus is the answer. We mm -hmm. recognize that. Amen. And sometimes responsibilities try to lay hard on us. So one of the questions we've asked amongst ourselves is, how, how can we help people be open? Or why is someone open and someone not so open? How did we end up here as believers? How can we be open to the things of God? And, and why are we sometimes shut to the things of God? What causes us to hesitate? These are great questions to ask ourselves and then to ask others. Never be afraid to talk to your friends and to talk to leaders and, and to talk to someone who may have gone down a path that you're on that you just started on. Never be mm -hmm. afraid to ask about that. That's right. When we talk together, iron will sharpen iron. That's and that's right. a wonderful thing. Amen. So we're here to, to dive in and talk about some of those issues. How did we end up not knowing we were in the flesh when we were or things like that? Mm -hmm. And they're very good questions. Amen. 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 It's uh, a lot of the times, uh, well, let me, let me go this way. A long time ago when the earth was green <laughs> and I was a Christian, I, I walked through life where I had God in certain parts of my life. And I, I, at that time, I was, I was working for a company where I, I delivered uh, rebuilt toner cartridges for small uh, laser printers and small laser photocopiers. So I spent oh, a lot that of. Was a while ago. <laughs> it was, yeah, that was pre Pastor Heather, <laughs> and um, and uh, so I had a whole lot of time on my own, and I had. It was like I segmented my day where there was this time for God, and then there was always the. Uh, uh, phone-in request line on the radio station during the noon hour and there was lots of great classic music, rock and roll music that I'd love to listen to. And so I would close the door with God and, and then I would open the door to this one hour of classic music that I'd listen to as I was driving around and then I would close that door and then maybe I'd listen to a talk show in the afternoon and then I'd go back to God later on in the day sort of thing. And I had compartmentalized God. I had I, um, I was having a relationship with God on my own terms. And uh, I did that for a very, very, very long time. And I found out that it didn't work <laughs> at all. And I, I came to the point where I realized that if I don't fully give my life to God, I can't really walk with God mm. properly because uh, I'm not hearing. I don't really have a relationship with him. You, you can't have a relationship with someone when it's only on your own terms. Like I, I can't have a relationship with Pastor Heather as my wife if it's if I have to if I'm completely defining how that relationship works. 
I have to be all in to have a proper relationship with her. And it's the same with God. We have to have, we have to be all in to have that relationship with him. I think full is an interesting word. Mm. Um, you have your heart full. Those are Christian words we use often. Mm -hmm. And what it means for you may not mean the same thing for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but my perception, and, and it's largely uh, interpreted fullness as, as what I think. Mm -hmm. And it, because of my background, being in the Salvation Army, uh, full meant you obeyed orders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You fulfilled all the natural things. You made sure you ticked all the boxes. Yep. And what do I mean by that? Well, in the Salvation Army, they had uh, they had their doctrine that they believed, but they also had character behaviors that you would agree to. So, for instance, you shall not take any intoxicating drink nor alcohol. Um, and they had a whole line of them. There were 13 of them that you had to obey. And and so uh, being a wanting to be, wanting to be mm -hmm. uh, a good Christian and be full, I did all the things that were requested of me. Mm -hmm. And I was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a type of fullness. Yes. But it wasn't the right kind. No. Notice you said a whole lot of eyes. And, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did this to fulfill this so I could be right with. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> I was good at it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but there were little sneaky bits that weren't so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I know that some people, when they talk about fullness, then they, they'll go in, in a spiritual matter. Um, they get way over into super spirituality. Mm -hmm. And that's not the right kind of fool either. No. You know, while I was on the legalistic side, there are people who are on the kind of like, ooh, side, you know, mm -hmm. where everything has to be spiritual. You know, I met this, this one family. Um, they're not anybody who I'll name or and they're not in our current um, group. <laughs> Don't try to find them. <laughs> That's right. And then we're like, we just want to follow God. We're living on eternal time. We'll be there when the Spirit leads us here. Oh. When He leads us here, we'll be there. So um, he lost his job. <laughs> the children couldn't get proper schooling. She had to homeschool, but they were only going when the Spirit led them. And, and their lives were just chaos. Mm -hmm. They weren't paying their bills. They were in terrible debt. I mean, their lives were not spiritually fulfilling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they were trying to live very, very spiritual mm -hmm. and pray when the Lord led. But it was always, that was the, that, that was like kind of the clause to everything they did. When the Lord leads, when the Lord leads. Oh, Pastor Jason, <laughs> help us out here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well... <laughs> I I actually can relate to that experience. <laughs> so there was a time when I started to learn that um, being led by the Spirit was very important as a Christian filled with the Holy Ghost. Um, and again, that term filled with the Holy Ghost sometimes is more doctrinal than it is actual in experience for many. Um, and so I was endeavoring to be led by the Spirit because I realized uh, that, man, if God can lead all of my decisions, then I'm going to be making the best decisions all the time, <laughs> right? It's always going to turn out great. Sounds great. It's yeah. always going to be like just the, 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 I'm in the, I'm not going to waste any time. I'm not going to miss out on anything. I'm, I'm just going to be 
you know, eating the fat of the land, the best of the land all the time, if I can be led by the Spirit always. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, I'm going to be led by the Spirit then. I'm going to endeavor to be led by the Spirit all the time. And so, yeah, I, it, was, um, it was very frustrating, actually, mm -hmm. because I'm always checking. Is the Spirit leading me this way? Is the Spirit, should I go for coffee with that person? Oh, dear. Is this the will of the Lord for me to go? <laughs> am I going this way? Am I, should I go do this? Should I go, should I, how should I manage my time? Should I read a book right now? Maybe I should pray right now. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I need to, every minute detail <laughs> came under the microscope of, am I being led to do this? Mm -hmm. And I wound up just confusing myself <laughs> yeah. a whole lot and feeling very frustrated in that moment. So there's a verse, uh, forgive me, I don't know the reference right now. It is when Saul, um, I think it's when Saul gets, gets anointed king, mm -hmm. and uh, basically the Holy Ghost comes upon him, and the instruction to him was, when the Spirit of the Lord comes on you, do as your heart wills, because God is with you. Mm -hmm. And I've heard someone talk about that, and I realized there's, there's great freedom in that. Mm -hmm. Because instead of me always checking and going, is this God? Is this not God? Um, I can go and just do as I, as I will and trust that He will lead me as I go. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so then my trust is, not, is more, a little bit more in a general sense yeah. that I'm just going to go and live as I know to, as my heart wills, mm -hmm. yeah. but I'm trusting He is leading me, mm -hmm. He is guiding mm -hmm. me, and I don't have to check up on God and make sure He's doing His job, mm -hmm. Definitely. that He's leading and, and directing me. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so that was, that was one of my experiences that kind of it got me out of a, a confusing and difficult place, and I realized I can just trust that He's working in my life mm -hmm. and that He is leading and directing my steps. Acknowledge the Lord, like the, you know, Proverbs 3, uh, 4, 5, and 6 there talks mm -hmm. about trusting the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge Him, mm -hmm. and He will direct your paths. Mm -hmm. And so there's a place where we He will at times, He'll prompt your heart, mm -hmm. no, go this way, or mm, that's not the right way to go about things, or something not right about that situation, or a, a good witness. This is a really good thing here. Go this way. Mm -hmm. And you can, you can really be led by him. Definitely. But um, it's... 1 Samuel 10, 6. And is that where it's 1 yeah. Samuel 10, 6? Actually, let's lead, read the scripture there. Yeah. Go for it. Um, it's, I'm reading from King James. It comes out a little bit differently, but it's, it's what he was talking about. It's in 1 Samuel 10, 6 and 7. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. This is Samuel prophesying over Saul. And, and you shall prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man, and let it be when these signs are coming to thee, that you do as occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. And that's it's worded a little bit yeah. different uh, in the Amplified Version, but it's the same message. God's with you, mm -hmm. and you'll know what to do. And, and there was a time when Saul did cry out to God and heard the right thing. He did some wrong things, but he also did some right things. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. I was. Um, I had to go get some pants. Everybody has to go get pants. You have to go get something sometimes. You have to go shopping. You have to go do these things. And I was like, I specifically wanted to get some capris. And I had some, like, I need to get these. I need to get these today. I'm going to go. I have some time. 
and I'm like, okay, where am I going to go? And so there was two store, there was like, there was a store I was had in mind and I'm like, well, that store is in, in some different towns. You know, there's one in Langley, there's one in here, there's one there. And the Holy Spirit said, go to Pitt Meadows. And I'm like, well, that's really a little way. bit farther <laughs> than I was planning on going. And, and, but God said, just go there. And I'm like, okay, I'll go to Pitt Meadows. I'll go do that. And so I go and I immediately walk into the store and this lady said, are you going to buy stuff today? You know, I was going to buy some things, but I have this coupon and I don't need it here. You can have this coupon. Oh. And so I was able to use that coupon in the store. Oh. God knew yeah. that the coupon lady wasn't in the other stores. Yeah. She was in the store that I went to after mm. I listened to him. Yeah. And it's just these practical things that, you know, you should just go do this. But in you, in that time, there's this thing. Well, I don't want to go that there. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but you know, when you're when you're yielded, you go. You know what? I'm going to just go because he said so. Mm-hmm. I'll just go do that. You'll find that it doesn't matter how inconvenient the instruction is; it always goes well. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best descriptions of full is when the word and the spirit are in together. Mm-hmm. And if you think about that regarding even a, a relationship or even in a friendship, there's mm-hmm. places you can have a fullness with them. If you're friends with someone and not networking, if you're networking, you're only caring about the facts. Yeah. When you're a friend and you're in a relationship, you'll get to know each other, the things that are precious. You'll be able to share things that where your heart is really passionate about, you know, and they, and that's not, you are actually permitted by God to talk occasionally about things that are not in the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything will be okay and you won't die. And the thing is, is he might talk about things that are not in the Bible to you as well. Absolutely. My pants. Yeah. He cooked fish on the side of the road when he came back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about being spiritual and, and being yeah. kind of full oh. of our overly spiritual in some ways. And, um, it reminds me of something I heard. Now, I, I don't recall where I heard this, but apparently um, the Jewish people don't separate the natural and the spiritual. Mm-hmm. They, they see it as one. Mm-hmm. And we divide that mm-hmm. so that, you know, we can understand what we're talking about. But they don't divide it. They see it as one thing. Mm-hmm. So when we're taught, we talk, well, this natural stuff and this is spiritual stuff. They see it. No, it's, it's all together. Mm-hmm. You don't separate those. And I guess in one sense, like that makes sense. I mean, the Bible says that we are spirit, soul, and body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your spirit doesn't go somewhere and leave your body behind necessarily. That's right. yeah. Yeah. You go as one unit, mm-hmm. right? So in a similar manner, we, we go as one. Mm-hmm. And so often it helps us when we talk about, well, this is a natural thing and this is a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. And that can be beneficial to help us with understanding. Mm-hmm. But in all reality, I mean, we're talking about Jesus, you know, um, on the beach after he had been raised from the dead and, and the disciples were out in the boat fishing when they were supposed to be doing something else, right? And mm-hmm. he calls them over and they say, it's the Lord, and they run after him. And there he is on the beach and cooking fish and eating with them and mm-hmm. enjoying a meal with them. And he didn't start out with, okay, I've got an assignment for you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing fishing? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to, that's yeah, not how we started, right? No. right? He took some time just to hang out with them. I mean, they're fishermen, and he's the one making the fish for them. Yeah. Uh, just natural things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so they were together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, natural and spiritual things together. Jesus feeding the four and the 5,000 people in those two separate incidents. Um, he says, I have compassion for these people. They've been with me a long time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, good, they got their spiritual food. They're paying a price to get the word of God. Then it means something to them. <laughs> they should have had the foresight to bring food with them. You know, he wasn't like that. No. He had compassion on them because they'd been with him for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he ended up performing a miracle that fed their natural bodies. Mm-hmm. So he, the spiritual, yeah, he, cared and the, he cared about them. The spiritual and the physical were together. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. They can just be sustained on the word of the Lord alone. He cared about their physical bodies. Yeah. Right? So those things, they they are together. I think sometimes as Christians, we have difficulty sorting that out. I know for me, I've had much difficulty in the past and still do sometimes sorting that out mm-hmm. because we feel that the spiritual things are so important. And they are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But God made all things, yeah. not just mm-hmm. certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we have a difficulty finding a good and healthy balance in our lives I know that that's been my case because as soon as I realized God's real, His Word's real, that was like my only focus for a very long time Mm -hmm. at the expense of some very good natural things. Mm -hmm. There's a place where we can put good natural things aside in order to seek the Lord, but there's a place where it becomes imbalanced Mm -hmm. and you actually cause issues that you need to pray about later (laughs) because, you know, you're not taking care of things as you want to. Mm -hmm. But God cares about the whole package Mm -hmm. of you. Yes. Not just part of you. You talked about compartmentalizing yeah. your life and where God fits in that. Mm-hmm. And he cares about the whole package, not yes, just just not not just parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There there's a scripture in Proverbs that and I'm not going to quote it exactly right, but it basically says that that God's going to give the desires of the heart to those who are righteous. Mm-hmm. And um basically when you think about it We've been talking about the natural and the spiritual. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need to get pants. That's a desire on your heart. Absolutely. And what did Jesus do for us on the cross? He made us righteous. Mm-hmm. Right? So we walk in his righteousness. And and the the um, you're looking it up, aren't you, Pastor? Um, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it basically says that that he gives the desires of the heart to mm-hmm. those who are he sees as righteous. And as it's in Psalms. Is it in Psalms? It is oh. in Psalms. Okay. But I just didn't put my finger on it. I know it's on this side of the page. <laughs> 37. 37, yes, that's right there. Mm-hmm. Delight yourself, 37 verse 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so we spend the time in the relationship with God, and we these desires start to come up in in our heart, and we're like, well, is this God? Well, if if we're if our focus is our relationship with God, and things are coming up in our heart to do, whether it's go and get pants, go and get groceries at a specific store, or go and meet with somebody to have coffee with them, mm-hmm. or you know, a uh, missions trip trip that God's put on your heart, it it the the gamut, the range of those things that God puts on our heart is massive Mm -hmm. but as we're as we're um pursuing him those are the desires that he's put on our heart those Mm -hmm. you know so go for it Mm -hmm. and in fact if you go and we're talking about being led by the spirit that is one of the ways that he leads us Uh it's just like that yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. just as you described yeah Yeah. because he's put it in there exactly you know i i really enjoy being on the water 
I love it. Mm -hmm. And and or being by the water. I'm not necessarily a big fan of swimming in like the cold water, like in the oceans and things like that. But I sure enjoy being in a boat or something mm -hmm. like that. And there was uh, one of our uh, anniversaries a couple of years ago. Or we, had, we were celebrating 40 years. And I said, you know, Barry, I'd really like to go in that boat thing mm -hmm. and tour around it. And he says, oh, yeah, let's do that. We just had a really blessed time. The, the water was great. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what? There was nothing super spiritual about it, but it sure blessed us. Mm -hmm. And we were blessed. God gave it, granted Amen. the desires of our heart. We had a great time. It was relaxing. We felt no stress. Where the Spirit of the Lord and when he leads you, there's no stress. Amen. And I didn't feel convicted or any of those things. We were just blessed. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. To just be blessed. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you.